Welcome again to another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. I'm your host, AJ. And we've got Luke and Red in the building. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we're in the building. We're in the building. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Before we start the show, uh, make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know whenever we've got a new show coming on. And again, make sure you let your friends know about our podcast. Um, Like I said, we've got uh, some giveaways we want to give out for uh, our 200th uh, subscriber. Not the 200th subscriber, but once we hit 200, we want to do a giveaway. The official official, goal. Uh, Yeah, yeah, usually we have shows on Mondays and Thursdays, but sometimes our schedules are kind of off, especially in the new year. So, yeah. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe. That way we can get notified for our shows. And then there's always the number at 209-975-7597. Hit us up anytime, day and night. Uh, if you need someone to talk to, you need some stock tips, maybe some new sexual positions, just Whoa. give us a call. Tech. <laughs> so we're available. Yeah, we're, we're life coaches here. We're life coaches. We're your friends, and we, we're here to help. And apparently, Red is a uh, sex guru, so yeah. That tantric stuff works, <laughs> according to Shit Brick from American Pie. Bitch. Um, how's everyone's Thursday going? Awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. still still uh, enjoying the hype from last night's uh, episode of, of uh, Book of Boba Fett. AKA Mandalorian too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first episode of Mandalorian. That's that's. A, I mean, really, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what that was. Odd. It was an odd numbered season, and the reason why was because they they were intending to run the both shows at the same time to have some kind of synergy, but since COVID happened, that and and, and uh, Pedro Pascal's uh, um, schedule got blown out of the water. That they that's the had to film it that way. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, let's just dive right into it then. I guess uh, Book of Bubba Fett, Chapter Five, essentially a Mandalorian Mando Mandalorian. episode. Yeah. Um, what did you? Well, obviously, I think we all like this episode, the best one so far of the show. Oh yeah. Well, what it did. It wasn't a Boba Fett episode. I mean, it was not <laughs> exactly. It was straight Mandalorian for the Mandalorian show. But, but it just made me realize why I loved it because I was like, I can't remember. Like, in Mandalorian is just so much. It really shows you how good of an actor Pedro Pascal is. Okay, versus well, Tamora Morrison's good, but he's not a Pedro Pascal's level. Well, I mean, how good of a voice actor Pedro Pascal is, but. We don't actually know if that was him. Yeah. We don't. I think it was because I mean he was in the credit. He was in the main credit, so it was him. Yeah. I thought um, by now, with uh, them asking him if he had his helmet, if he's ever taken off his helmet, he would have taken it off right there and then. He's like, "Screw it, I'm not part of the crew anymore." No, I know. Why didn't he? This is a perfect time. He wanted to stick to the creed, but you know, he's or hurt. they may have killed him. Yeah, they. Uh, he only. 
revealed himself to remove the helmet, but didn't give the reason, right? Yeah. He just removed the helmet. And so that's how you get excommunicated from the Mandalorians. You, know, you break one of the credos and, and now you're out. Yeah. But you still claimed it when you went to Space TSA to get on the uh, the transporter ship. <laughs> he still right. claimed it. Well, well, my weapons are my religion. Like, dude, you can't get to Space TSA. <laughs> you put your weapons in the luggage and check them in. <laughs> that is going to be a new, like, cosplay thing. That big case with all the weapons inside of it. Yeah, and the little uh, bot droid, whatever it is. The, the, the luggage droid. Yeah, the luggage droid. <laughs> Um, just to start off on the oh, go ahead, Red. We get to see uh, what's her face, uh, Amy Sedaris's character. I forgot her name. Oh, yeah, so was... good. The mechanic, the mechanic, yeah, yeah. Well, before we get into it, let's start from the beginning of the episode. Uh, one thing I do have to say is I love the little, the you know, you see in a lot of animes, space animes for sure, there's always a planet that's a like looks just like that. Where it's a built-in circular planet, and it's cool that they uh, use that. Station. That's a space station. Yeah, space station. It looked more of a built planet, I thought. Right. A station with play a space station is more of like where a couple of ships, couple hubs, but people were actually living there. Yeah, but you can't have a planet inverted in a in a in a I guess uh otherwise they'd have to terraform. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's a space station. We're, we're talking about a universe that had four Death Stars. Yeah, that's a space station. I would that's say space station. station. Yeah. Okay. Like a, a something with an atmosphere, and I guess yeah. actually, I I don't know. It looked like it had an atmosphere. Yeah, but you could have uh, you know, temporary or or like magnetic legs or whatever what they call it, like temporary gravity. Man-made gravity. Yeah, because if it's if it's in a circular position and you're you're having an orbit and then you're also spinning in space, you're creating you're creating a gravity for yourself because now you're um, what's that word? Uh, Are you just saying this? Because sometimes you say stuff that like no, 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 I'm sure, I'm sure it's uh, you know how you're 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 in like a merry-go-round or whatever spinning that you're always pushed out to the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's centrifugal force, isn't Centrif that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, that's what creating gravity. gravity. Yeah, I don't know. So, good evening. Well, either way, I liked how like they made that little circular space station. You see that in a lot of animes, especially space animes. So it was kind of cool that they they brought that to uh, life in, in this world. Yeah, I loved it. I loved loved it. Well, and before that, we were at the um, some grimy butcher shop, and that just was so okay. Here's my question: Were the carcasses real? Yes. You think so? That's that's legit bar, uh, butcher shop. Okay, not like a weird Disney like foam spray painted foam. <laughs> no, no, those are cows. They're straight up cows, but they're using they were using cleavers. Sometimes doesn't mean that they were legit, like dead cows that they used. It, it, it was headless, so you just had to guess what kind it is. But by the size of the actual sides of beef, those are cows. 
and you know, there's no matter what uh uh what do you call it uh the race or 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 creed or whatever, every every kind of humanoid society has some kind of butcher shop. Uh, yeah, but they don't have uh, the one thing I also wanted to say is, uh, the, were those faces pit bulls or some sort of dog face? Yeah, they look like they look like dog pigs, dog yeah. pig man. Charpays <laughs> or pugs? Oh, like an orc, kind of like a a light orc. Yeah, but that fight with the dark saber, it finally came to light. It was like I didn't realize that it would be heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool because it like steered his style. Like, whoa! Yeah, that's just goes to show you he didn't know how to wield that thing yet. Yeah, I don't think he still does. I think he still doesn't know how to wield it. Well, he, he was about to lose it on the fight with the the other guy, the the, the ancestor of the guy who made it. So, as far as they know. There's only I know we're jumping around, but as far as they know, there's only three Mandalores left. Of or, the true religion of yeah, the cult, they call yeah. it. Yeah. Now there's only two, actually, right? The yeah, Forger and that other guy, right? <laughs> They're so crazy they'll even be down to one and then just be like done with it. Yeah. Um and the, the that opening scene where uh, Mando is is killing everyone, I was actually surprised uh, the amount of uh, killings and how he was killing them. Disney was allowing that, you know, he was straight up like cutting people in half. Yeah, but there wasn't any blood. No blood. Yeah, still, I mean, for a Disney show, I was uh, kind of surprised. Look, 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 Disney. Okay, that what's that new movie coming out with a. Uh... Oh, the, the Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson like show that they're supposed to be. That is not on Disney Plus. It's actually on Disney Plus on the other side of the world because the the other side of the world does on Hulu. So you'll there's gonna be, you know, uh, rip copies of or or streaming copies of that thing with the Disney Plus logo. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. If they can get away with that, then they can get away with all the Mandalorian alien killings. Okay. All right. I didn't know that that was going to be a uh, Disney Plus show. Studio share streaming services sometimes. Yeah. Miss So is saying, I didn't realize Mando was going to be in this show. Uh, yeah, we didn't either. Yeah, we did. We had the clue. We had a clue at the end of the episode four where they played his music. You did. I didn't. So maybe you did, but I did not. I mean, I remember you mentioning that last week, but I didn't think anything of it. Uh, when, when they give you something subtle like that, you know that some either hit, he's going to show up or somebody from that show will show up. Luckily, it was him. Yeah. And then after he uh, he does his little... Uh, um, his little show. spiel? Like, I'm going to either take you in warm or take you in cold. Yeah, so after he kills him, after he kills him, then he goes and uh, goes on his quest to forge or to meet those other Mandalorians for, what, to, 
to help him train or I didn't I didn't understand what he was looking for them for just to make sure they were alive. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, like like he's checking in the base because remember the last time he left them that they they all left the the little sanctuary and it, they had to reestablish a new hideout in order for them to continue the the whole Mandalorian. Um, but what were the big helmet? Why did that big pile of helmets? I thought they were like either were killed or they renounced the religion. No, they, they didn't renounce it. They had to go to hiding. So they died. No, they 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 had a I guess scatter. Then you know they collected the stuff and then that way they could bring it in or reforge it to some uh, some new armor. But I'm pretty sure that you know the ones that left or go in the hiding will come back sometime in a future episode. Because you can't have a Mandalorian army without Mandalorians. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously um, the Mandalorian is challenged by heavy duty Mandalore. I don't know. What, 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 do we have a name for that guy? Roblox of Mandalore. <laughs> that dude was huge. Wrestler Mandalore. Okay, so there's Mando, there's Forger. The, the 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 one who makes everything and then I guess we'll call him wrestler Mandalore for now, right? <laughs> John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't see his face. He might as well be John Cena. Uh, that was a good fight. It was a good fight. I, you know, for a brief moment, I thought that guy was gonna win. Yeah. It was a good yeah. fight. But yeah. he, he was already winded for the first training round for the, with the with the forger. You still trying I, to wield the sword or the saber. I think I think if he wasn't going to kill Mando, Mando would have been like, all right, just take it. You know, it doesn't matter that much to me. No, no, you you have to win the sword in order for the curse not to uh follow through. Bo had it at the end of season yeah. one. I mean geez. Yeah, but do you have to win by death Not death by combat. Yeah. But yeah, but the big guy was the big guy had Mando, and I looked like Mando was gonna gas out. And then right when he was about to like look like he was gonna kill him, that's when Mando fought back. Yeah, well, he didn't have to win with the with the saber; he just had to beat beat him in the fight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and then I don't understand. Um, explain to me how the little the the Beskar spear. Had all that material, and then all he got out of it was like this little small rinky dink. What did he make? What did I, they make in that? What's in the pouch? It was for Grogu, but remember, not remember, but you noticed that that she wrapped it up in a little bow in the shape of Grogu's head. Yeah, and I did notice that, but uh, I'm just saying, if I was uh, Mandalore, Mandalorian, I'd be like, dude, I gave you this big ass spear, and this is all you're giving me, like. <laughs> this little trinket. He, she, she, he asked her to make him something specifically for Grogu. <laughs> Whatever's left goes to the foundlings. I think her reason was that not, is that that weapon is made to pierce um, Beskar. Well, and isn't it because they made it seem like um, just the tip was Beskar and the rest wasn't? But I think the whole thing is. Yeah, I, I, I always thought it was the whole thing. Yeah, but he only needed that little bit of flat stuff to, in order to get the thing for, for Grogu, and then the other stuff to be used for something else. So, and what was in the what? What did she make? 
that's that's still to be be revealed either at the end of Bo- Book of Boba Fett or the first episode of uh, Mandalorian season. Because they're the little links that fell, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Is and, it like chainmail? <laughs> Best card chainmail. Oh, something cool like that. I could see Grogu putting on a little chainmail shirt. <laughs> I also uh, thought it could be the ball. Oh yeah, ball. yeah, yeah. For him to like fling around at like light speed and like kill, you know what I mean? How badass would that be? If he had a yeah. ball of Beskar controlled by the force, just it, it, it's it's most likely a toy. It's most likely a toy. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> from his dad. I mean, it's yeah. a son. oh oh wait wait did he did he carry the little uh, shift knob with him? I can't remember um, what happened to the shift knob. Yeah, I have to go watch it. But if if they if he used that ship knob, make it to a necklace with the little chain links, then that's what it probably is. Oh, a necklace. That's a good call, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of weird to see Grogu with bling, but hey, whatever, right? <laughs> At this point. He's part of the kid, man. He's, you're gonna you're gonna get them something that you you and him you share something special with. Well, he's gonna yeah. start talking now, too, so. You think so? You think by by this season he's gonna start saying words? Yeah, season three. I think they're gonna start transitioning him into talking. I hope so, because he's still kind of a toddler, right? Yeah, yeah, but he'll probably appear like the like the very last episode as help for Mando when when you when they probably start off the season with just establishing the storyline for the man for Mandalorian or the Mandalore and having the fight for the dark saber. Is Moth Gideon dead? No. Oh no, no. He went to. Uh, they said that he got captured, and they're going to execute him. That's right. They're at. A, he's, he's in a New Republic uh, prison or whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay, so after uh, he gets some rinky dink ornament, and then all of a sudden he goes to Tatooine. I didn't quite understand why he went to Tatooine. Oh, to pick up a new ship, right? Was that the whole thing? Amy Sedaris's character, I guess, in, in like in the pre not previous story, but she had called him and said that she has something for him that will replace the uh that's right, the razor crest. The razor crest. Uh but so there's seven total for this season. But in actuality it's six and then plus one of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, and he'll be there, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then if Luke and Grogu Grogu show up. Sebastian Stan Luke, hopefully. Oh, I mean, one can hope, but it's not. Yeah. They're going to get the the deep fake Tom Cruise guy to do it. He's the best. (laughs) Have you seen the deep fake Tom Cruise? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It's insane. I think it's Tom Cruise. We got the team, right? Miles, I think the actor's name is Miles Fisher. Um, yeah, he's he it's perfect. I mean, he, he doesn't even look like CGI at all. Yeah. Um. Then we we get to see the uh, the building of Mando's new hot rod uh, ship, star cruiser thing, imaging. I don't know what you want to call uh, it. The Y wing, the one that Anakin Skywalker used to blow up the first uh, the mini Death Star. The uh, the uh... <laughs> now this is pod racing, right? Oh, no, yeah, well, he also said that, but no, it's... Uh, Wizard. <laughs> I'm glad they threw it back to that, too. 
let's do it back to that. The, uh, what was the group that looks like freaking? I don't know. Jawas. No, they're not Jawas. The not the is it the banking clan or is it the? Uh... I can't remember, but yeah, they're they're the ones who were controlling the uh, the little. Oh, the people. droids you're talking about. Droids plus the Death Star with a with a ring, right? The very first. Yeah. Yeah. Very first Death Star, so yeah, yeah that, that's a sh- that was a ship that Anakin used to blow it up. I thought they were gonna somehow throw it back, like she was gonna say this was this was owned by like the kid who destroyed blah blah blah. Like, yeah, they were gonna throw it back, like that was actually Anakin's ship, but they never. Yeah, I was hoping that too, but you know, it was just your your, your very standard Naboo fighter they just souped up. So I, yeah. you know, did did you get like a little bit of um Fast and Furious vibes when they were like building it i definitely got like a little like like those movies where they do the montage so there's definitely a let's build this car montage so yeah i know i liked it though it's, it's a great color you went with the chrome and and left some of the yellow on there and you know added a little more uh more mods to it even even work with the jaws to get extra parts then we find yeah. out where you know before before he got the extra parts, that you know, ABC Darius's character was working with the Jawas to get parts for it, and also had dated one. Yeah, which you know, great comedy effect of that. And like, <laughs> you know, after she mentioned it, that the other Jawa would ask her, ask her on a date or some kind of something like that, to the effect that she denied him a date. Yeah, Miss um, O is saying still hemming hemming and hawing. On whether to watch Boba, Boba Fett, I'm living vicariously through you guys. You know what? If you haven't watched it now, you don't need to watch it. We're gonna talk about it every week, so it's fine. Well, the next two more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is I think they should bring Yaddle back. The female Yaddle. Yoda, right? Yeah, bring yeah. Yaddle. I don't think she died in Clone. I think uh, she escaped and. She's gonna come and uh, train with Gragu. That'd be nice. I was hoping Baba Freak would show up from uh, the, the the not the uh, the Who? new Baba Frank. Who's that? He's the little goblin. Is that Gary Busey's character? No, 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 no. He's from the the, the next sequel with the uh, with Kylo Ren. He's like the uh, little inventor. He was one of those cute little things. Also, Man, I don't really remember that. Um, what do you guys think about the ship overall? I don't. I mean, that's cool to be to have that, but I I still would like to have a a bigger ship, though. You know, like but one that I carry more bounties. Yeah, I know that that's the whole thing, right? Well, they they she hauled out the the droid port, so that could be something there that we're we. He has a bounty that stick it in there, but I think as as a for now kind of deal situation where he's got to fly around that that's the ship that he's going to use. Like, could that if he gets another Razor Crest, could that ship fit in the Razor Crest? <laughs> Probably. No, yeah. the Razor Crest isn't that long, but <gasps> it's like it's like placing a Mini Cooper in the back of an F one fifty. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think about it. Well, maybe uh, I guess in, in in their world he'll have to tow it or something. I guess. Yeah. Was it Anakin's ship though? 
<laughs> you know I think what? so. Well, Anakin's ship, I doubt it. I thought he could have any kind of ownership to it because he's only used it because he was told by uh by Qui-Gon to sit in there while they go storm the castle. Yeah. Because so, remember, mm-hmm. he was still a kid. And uh, I think Anakin's ship is like the uh, the little um, the one in uh, Episode Three. That I, I think he has more ownership of that one. The one that they started uh, when they they were rescuing uh, Palpatine mm. from that six armed robot. What's his name? Grievous. Grievous. Yeah. yeah. Grievous. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it, it was pretty cool to see that ship fly around, and then um, that same character, that same uh, fighter person that was in the previous episodes. Yeah, I think it was Red, Red Two or whatever it was. The, the one where he was stuck on a, like a frozen planet with the yeah. uh, the the lizard lady, and she has delivering her eggs to her husband. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> you know rescued him and her sort of. And yeah, ask 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 Dinjar and like, hey, you, were you the guy that got stuck on that planet? Because you sound familiar. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like the fact um, that they, they keep bringing this actor back. They keep well, convenience guys. That guy's awesome. Yeah, and he plays a perfect space cop. <laughs> he asked the rookie, like, hey, do you want to go back to base and fill out paperwork? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the point? And then towards the end, we see um, what's Ming Na Wen's character again? Fennec Shan. Fennec Shan asking for help, right? Well, was she proposed a. Not that a deal, cool. but yeah, she offered him a job. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah, which and then in turn, like this is for Boba Fett, and then then Jaren said, "Well, this is on the house. This is pro bono. Yeah, I'll do this just because you know they owe each other favors." So, which means that they have still credits to buy another fighter or hire more Mandalorians. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Okay, I don't know. Is it? I don't know if this is true or not. But I thought that um, Boba Fett is not an actual Mandalorian. He's not. His dad is, but he is not because he's a clone. Is that how it works? Oh, that's the reason. Yeah, they retconned it from the comics, but yeah, yeah. Remember, his dad said, "I want, I want one to raise myself, or whatever." Yeah. So or they don't like pure, pure blood. I want a pure blood. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's more of a yeah, half blood or muggle, <laughs> a muggle Mandalorian, muggle Mando, <laughs> <laughs> Mugglorian. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like uh Boba can actually get more Mandalorians, they won't fight for him, right? Maybe, I don't know. Well, there's yeah, I have no idea. Because yeah, the way the way it worked is, even if they, you know, at his like early adulthood, he lived on Mandalore, and I don't know if that timeline will work out or not. Yeah. And then the way that uh, the forger had described um, Bo-Katan, 
that she was kind of a disgraced Mandalorian anyway. That Jewel did not want to do anything with want to do anything with her because the way she had won the sword or the sword was the saber was given to her, so she yeah. has no honor and she carries a curse. That's why the Mandalorian Mandalore fell was because of her. Ooh. She has her own little crew, right? She has like three or four of them. Uh, yeah, but the actress that played one of the her crew, uh, she went back to WWE. I don't think they're bringing her back. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they can make uh, you know, they can swing something. Whatever's good for the WWE brand is Vince McMahon will is, will be all for it, right? The previous conversation, like we know that. Wrestlers can act, not act well, but good enough to be in a show or a movie, right? Based on the talents of John Cena, Dave Batista, The Rock, uh, not the, that girl, I forgot her name. I mean, they're, they're, they're all stuntmen already, so. Yeah, yeah, they're stunt people that could act. So yeah. at least not chew up a scene, but we'll carry it as a supporting or, you know, type of tiny cast or mini role. Yeah. So, I mean, she could come back maybe if, if she's says, yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? What, any predictions on the last two episodes? You want to take this one, Luke? Ooh, final battle. And hopefully the, Tuscan Ninja comes out of hiding. Oh yeah, <laughs> we gotta bring that Tuscan Ninja back too. Bring back him or her. It's probably a her, but yeah, you never know. Oh, and we found out Jawas are furry, so I want to see a naked Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I care about. I want to see a derobed Jawa. Uh, the show is so so there is a character got, went down on one, and that's how I actually found out how furry they are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go down that round road. <laughs> but she went all the way, hit a home run. Didn't go up to third base. He just went. All right, here we go. You and me, Jawa. Okay, here's here's something that I observed that I've always wanted to. Um, no, it's never been answered. I don't. I, at least from my understanding. But how is it that humans can understand droids? When they do just beep, boop, beep, beep, bop, beep, bop noise, like they're speaking to them and they know exactly what the droid's saying. So we just do we just assume in this world, like there's this this weird thing where like humans can understand droid speak. Yeah, it's a different language. Yeah. I mean they're like dogs, right? I mean, you know how what your dog feels when they when they do their little whines and barks and whatever. And, that's what droids do when you know they try to communicate to you. And then the longer you had that droid, and then the, the more you rapport that you build with it, then you figure out what they're trying to say. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Cause it was weird how like um the the mechanic was speaking English to the droids, but then speaking Jawa to the Jawas. And I'm like you know, <laughs> if you want to keep it consistent, she'd be talking droid talk to the droids too, right? Oh, or am I reading too into it? 
Uh, that just makes it more problematic with having that do droid speak versus Jawa speak. Like yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta speak the language of the of the planet, but when it comes down to droids, I mean, their beeps and sounds, you know, it's practically English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand you. <laughs> Then you got protocol droids where the like the license C3PO just speaks every freaking language there is. Yeah. But, oh, Luke. Did, oh, go ahead, Red. But the, uh, what was the other thing that you saw at the beginning of the uh, shit? Uh, I guess the episode where you know how uh, how Mandalore was destroyed by the Empire. You know, you got to see the this little. Um, Ravaged planet with terminators and shit like the old kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was a great little uh throwback there to like at least give us what really happened during like the the, the night of a thousand kids, what they call it. Yeah, yeah, so, nice little uh vignette. That's good. So, which hope I'm hoping that they add on more to that and you know, see who does survive from. That yeah, that attack. I, I was getting a lot of it's weird because I, I like I'm always getting like these weird like Game of Thrones vibes that they try to throw at us. Well, you, think, you, have to, you have to describe it to me because I've never I've never seen one episode. It's just like when they do these weird like Game of Thrones is very good at like throwing bits of like hints of like something that happened in the past and you want to know about it. Just like so, currently Game of Game of Thrones ended, and throughout the TV show, they would always speak about things that happened in the past, and now they're revisiting some of that stuff with the new series. And it's like with that one little twenty-second snippet of the uh, what is it, the Thousand Tears, right? Yeah. You, I want to know the the backstory of that. I want to see. The fall of the Mandalore Empire. Like a quick two or three seasons of of them at their peak and their downfall would be an amazing show. I Which think. we'll probably will do for that third season of Mandalorian, just just so that we can have more of that backstory and then how Bo-Katan came about, and you know it will play into the fight between her and and Dinjarin. Yeah, but I, I want to see a whole like yeah, yeah, but then series probably, on. you know, pure blood Mandalorian versus the mud blood, you know, like Din Djarin, because he was just a founding that was found by Mandalorians and is taken into the to the religion. Yeah. Luke, you've been awfully quiet. What are your thoughts on the show as a whole? Taking it in. <laughs> oh it's been up and down for me. I think Bryce Dallas Howard and Steph Green have <laughs> done the best best episodes. Yeah. yeah, the men have been struggling. Robbie Rodriguez and uh, who's the who's the guy last episode? Oh man, I don't even know who it was Actually, last was, episode. The last episode was pretty good too. It, but just... this episode, wow! I hope I hope they can get her to do more in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um, but well, I think I think either Filoni or Favreau is going to do the last two. Is Filoni a director? 
I thought yeah. he was just a producer. No, he's directed some of the Rebels. The writer. The main writer, definitely. I'm trying to see if is Dave Filoni director. If not, it's going to be Favreau. Oh, I guess he has directed some stuff. So where do you live? She lives in Portland, right? Dang it, I had no idea we we're getting snowstorm overnight. Four to eight. Yeah, where, where does Smithso live? That's all in the East Coast, I think. So it's not in Portland. Mm. So some of us wish we had four inches. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. All right. Okay. <laughs> Overall, Red, what was the uh, what's your grade on this episode? Nine eight. Nine eight. Yeah. Okay. Because Luke. Ooh, I would give it a nine four. Nine four. All right. I'll go in the middle and say nine six. Nine six. Yeah. Solid nine six. It's a great jump off right to the towards the ending of the first season. So hopefully, they they ride this wave. Or prior to this episode and the episode before it. They, they were kind of wavering on the story where it was action and then build up the story. Action, which dropped the, the whole, you know, mojo of the show and then back to the story. Do you think that, I mean, most people are probably not digging Book of Boba Fett. So do you think uh, it's it's a one and done season? No. No, Disney Disney's going to ride this out like, like the, the dead horse that it is. <laughs> Just because it's a it, Star Wars is a money making machine. Yeah, they'll have so, to be going for a while. Yeah, they're gonna improve the product, but they're gonna keep on going until you know Favreau and Filoni have no other stories to tell. Okay, so you're you're sticking with it that uh, they're still gonna keep making more book 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 of Bubba Fett book stories. Yeah, because there's gonna be a lot of synergy as well, you know. Um, but the uh, the Kenobi show, the Ahsoka show, you had uh, Andor coming out. What's next? Mandalorian season three, and there's one more that I'm missing there. But there's potential gonna... potential Rangers with uh, Gina Carano if she's actually back. Yeah, she's actually back. I, I know she's gonna be back. They're just making it quiet. They still need her character to like at least finish out her story. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's move into some talk, some comic talk. Uh, this past Wednesday, yesterday, Black Panther issue three or Black Panther issue two hundred legacy issue. Um, apparently, there's a new hero that um, was introduced in this book, and. The uh, internets, the uh, comic collectors, the comic speculators are going crazy over this new book. It's, it, I don't know what to say about this. I, I haven't read it. I don't have a copy of it. Um, it's obviously a low print run because no one's, um, no one's really reading Black Panther, from my understanding. So, uh, yeah, is this, the, is this the character right here? Tolbin Aduye. Okay. I mean, apparently, I, I guess Bleeding Cool 
Um, they had an article, and and I think they were saying, could this be the next Miles? And after that, it was it was over. Everyone was picking it up. Well, his backstory is he's a young man from a village that shuns Wakandan tech. Okay. Which means that glowing pink, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they renounce the tech. Maybe he's more towards what Eric Killmonger is, right? They're you want to get rid of it. Yeah. Stick to the traditional stuff, what Wakanda's used to do. But the way he's drawn, like he's glow in the dark, he's got tech. I like that uh, orange hoodie thing. I wish I could socially acceptably wear that. <laughs> Thing's awesome. I think we, we talked about it in uh, the first season of our show. Where we were like, how come people don't wear capes out out in the world? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's a good. That's Bring a good back the capes. I mean, if someone bought me a cape, I'm pretty sure I'd wear it during cold weather. I I, I wouldn't say that's a cape. I say that's a that's a sleeveless robe with a hood. Wait, well, I mean that's not a cape, yeah, cloak. but it's a cloak. yeah, more of a shawl. Yeah, cloak or a shawl. Yeah. <laughs> a shawl, a grandma shawl. Great looking. I mean, do you wear it sleeveless or do you like this kid has it in, you know, had the, has a tech under it, but you know, and he's got the sleeveless look to it being half naked. But I think we could pull it off. The real question is is this the next um, big superhero of our, or is he even a hero or is he a, is he going to be a villain? Yeah. I mean, more like Killmonger, you know. Yeah, two two little information so far on this. Um, yeah, way too early. Do you think how much of it? Uh, well, and I think we all kind of have an answer for it. But I mean, obviously, it's it's that bleeding cool article, and and people were getting that FOMO, right? Yeah. Well, this character was created by John Ridley, the writer and artist Alex Ross. Oh, this is created by Alex Ross too. Well, if he's the artist on this... Oh, he's the artist on Black Panther? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Copies are already over 20 bucks. And I think there's like a 1 in 25 that's already hitting over 100. Oh, wow. Over, yeah, big money. And the variant's done by Gary Frank. I mean, I wish I could give more information and like read it and say that yeah, it's it's a it's a great intro to this new character, but I have no thoughts. I I can't give any thoughts. I just wanted to put this out there and and see what what you guys think. Do you think just from what we've discussed right now, is this a flash in the pan, or can this build onto something? Can't really tell from the first book until. The- you know, let them let the story finish out first, and we'll not, we'll, we'll see then. Because we, yeah. we have the same kind of spec going on for uh, for uh, what's his name's kid um, on Venom, Dylan Brock. Dylan Brock, oh, yeah. Also, Wolverine's yeah. kid, Rian. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I forgot about her. Remember that one? That was huge for a while. I was like, oh, she's like, she's here to stay. That was on Marvel Stories or Marvel Premiere? Marvel, yeah, it was Marvel Premiere, some sort of anthology series. Yeah, Marvel Comics presents. Yeah, uh, that, five. that book hit like 20, 50 bucks around there, and then it 
dropped because they weren't using it anymore. Yeah. I'm still sitting on a few copies of Dokken. I thought that was the one, you know, but uh, I don't know what happened. They they don't know how to use that character. Actually, they will for the uh, the death and lives of Wolverine storyline because he somehow changed his uh his his adamantium to something else. Oh, really? I I got the the second issue in that storyline. I haven't read it yet. So thanks for letting me know that. It's good to know that he's in that in that book. One thing. Oh, you know what? Since we're on the on the subject of Wolverine and Dokken. If they have healing factors, how is it the Dawkins has tattoos? I just never understood that. <laughs> yeah, no tattoos would not be possible. Yeah, good question. <laughs> is, it, is it like a like a vampire where before you return, you keep you keep your original stuff, your original scars and 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 elements and shit, and then once you turn, it's like okay, now you're now you're immortal from that point, but you keep what what had damage to your body before that. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works. Dakin is, is an actual child of Wolverine. Right? Wait, what was that? Oh, Doc. Yeah, he is an actual son of Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, through um, for through Mariko, right? Mariko's a. I don't. I don't know if it's exactly yeah, her. Got to be half Japanese, half Canadian. Yeah. Um, Herbs is saying. In my honest opinion, the films are influencing the comics, not vice versa. So less Black Panther with the actors passing, hence a new character. That could very well be the case. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it you, Luke, that said that you had heard that um, that uh, the next Black... Uh, you know what? I don't think it was you. I was talking to someone else, and their theory was um, they are going to continue the Black Panther movie series with different characters holding the mantle until um, the son is old enough to carry the uh, the mantle. That's what a friend of mine's theory was. Oh, that'd be interesting. Well, I yeah. think that's what they're already going through because they're they're giving that mantle to uh, uh, shoot, what's his the name? sister Shuri. No, not Shuri. the The other um, village leader, uh, the the one with the gorilla face. Oh, okay. Road the rhinos, Baku. right? Baku. Baku would be the one. And then I, I think they're also bringing back uh, Killmonger because I know Eric B. Jordan's attached to it. Oh, okay. And then Herbs is uh, saying that, well, just a young version of each character Ironheart, Hawkgirl. Yeah. Hawkgirl. Who's Hawkgirl? Oh, Hawkeye, right? Is that what he's talking about? Yeah, Hawkeye, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like... Hawk girl's in DC. Yeah, I was like, Hawk girl from DC. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Too early to tell about this character, don't you think, guys think? Uh, too early, but the hype's already there. So if the, if you're going to buy a copy now, might as well get it where else cheap. Uh, get it cover price. Don't try to get a cover price. I wouldn't spend any more than maybe... 10 bucks right now. I mean, maybe we could be all wrong in a year or two. It's going to be $100, $200 book, but I I wouldn't go out and buy like 20 copies of this just yet. Herbs, her name's Kate Bishop. <laughs> oh, Hawkeye girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kate Bishop. 
Um, other than that, guys, uh, any? Oh, Luke, anything you picked up this week? Oh yeah, I picked up a decent little collection. Anything you want to show off? Ooh, this is one. This is probably a well, two keys that are still relatively affordable that probably still have quite a bit of room to grow. Um. She-Hulk number one, Savage, She-Hulk one, and uh, What If ten. Warrior herbs, I get that all the time. Uh, the, yep, definitely a worth a pickup. How, what's their what's the average price for for medium grade right now? They're both in the same range, hundred hundred fifty each. Okay, probably gonna double. I imagine next year. Yep, with the with the show of uh, She-Hulk coming out in a couple months on Disney Plus and Thor: Love and Thunder. So we will get to see uh, Jane Foster as Thor. That'll be fun. How many how many movies do you think we're going to see uh, Thor Jane Foster? You think they're going to give her a trilogy? Ooh, well, I think they're going to see how well it goes. If it's huge, yeah, she's getting two or three. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly, really, oh, good. No, there's no filming currently, so I think they're way where they're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Just from the actress and and the character alone, I wouldn't mind seeing more Natalie Portman, Jane Foster, Thor over Brie Allison, Brie Larson, right? Allison Brie, Brie. yeah, Brie Larson, uh, Captain Marvel, yeah, Captain Marvel. You know, she just she just didn't do it for a lot of a lot of us and. I have to say I'm one who uh, who just didn't buy it myself. Well, maybe that's just the director's fault for not really, you know, making us believe that you know she could be Miss Marvel. Yeah, it, it could be that it just wasn't a. The vibe wasn't, wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. The vibe was not there. Yeah, it was rough for sure. Yeah, Red. What did you pick up, if anything? Um. Well, I got the wrong book, but I got this title. Called Die Die Die. Um, okay. This, this is issue four. I mean, this is all written by Kirkman and Scott Gimple. Um, actually, supposed to get issue fourteen. Issue fourteen apparently has a first appearance of Grogu in there. So, what? Oh, issue fourteen has, is the Obama cover. Uh, Obama boxing. So yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a little oh, Grogu's in the crowd being held by somebody else. Really, oh, okay. it's like it's like finding uh finding Waldo. It's like Waldo, Waldo, but yeah, that they're saying that's the child's first appearance. I, I know the book here somewhere. I'll, I'll take a photo of it, and send you guys the the, the shot. When I Have you been reading Die Die Die? No, no, I, I just I just saw this on somebody's Instagram post. Like, dude, this is the first appearance of Grogu. I just picked it. Well, up. not that issue though. No, no, not yet. Well, but well, so then why'd you pick up issue four? Uh, by accident, when I was choosing oh. eBay, the guy had every every issue. Right? Oh, okay. So I wanted fourteen, but I couldn't get to fourteen and got the four, which is weird. <laughs> uh, just to let you, just, I know that you are a Kirkman fan, so it is a good read, actually. Though, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give this one a read. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Is it bad that I haven't been in my shop in almost two months? My reading stuff online. Like, yeah, I told you I let my my pull list. Go about roughly eight, ten weeks before I pick it up, just because 
that thinned out the pool is. So it wouldn't, it's not really bad that you're not going to shop unless you, know, you and the shop owner are pretty pretty well established, like a great global relationship. Because that's what me and my shop owners have. Like Plus, you know, even with Luke, where we won't see each other for months or we don't talk or I don't buy anything from them, but we're still going to be cool. You know, like, hey, dude, good to see you. Yeah. But definitely oh, if yeah. you're you're into reading uh, and you're already reading stuff online, then, you know, that's more power to you. That you, see that you kind of limit yourself from going outside and getting the exposure out with COVID or whatever else is out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, I won't see guys come into my sales for, you know, they won't, they won't come in for two, three months and buy anything. And it's just like a store, you know? Yeah. You, you see something you want, come and buy it. And it's just an online, just like any shop, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'll go into like a comic shop. Haven't seen the owner for four months, but I'll be like, Luke, what's up? And go catch up with your friends. That's fine. Well, yeah. for me, when I haven't been buying from Lucas because I'm on a 30-day ban from Facebook. Oh, Lord. <laughs> i got nine more days to go. Okay, oh, all right. right. I don't think I want to know what happened there, but. <laughs> uh, Miss, uh, Miss So, yeah, you know what? If you If you can't make it out, that's fine. But, you know, whenever you can, support your local comic shop's so you know, support them. Be yeah. friends with the owners. You know they're great people. They hook it up. You know you don't have to have a pull list. Just have a rapport with them, man. Hey, if you yeah, if you don't have a pull list, and you, there's no reason to feel guilty for not going. If you, there's nothing to buy, there's nothing to buy. I mean, there's been the last two or three months, I've gone to my local comic shops, walked in, and left with nothing. So. I'm just literally wasting my time and gas after work going for nothing. But I still go hoping I can buy something. You should be talking to those owners and just talking shop. I do. I talk to them a little bit, but you know, I go after work. I'm just, I'm just beat. Go to the weekend. No, because then, then I could miss out on something that that I could have picked up that week though, <laughs> that Wednesday. So. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, other than that, guys, I think we've cleared everything we want to talk about, right? Oh, let's see what other articles I sent you guys here. Uh, quick review uh, the t shirts for the Spider Man No Way Home movies are releasing soon. Look out for those. Uh, San Francisco as, as a convention returning in the in um, Thanksgiving weekend, so it's their oh, first that's a long time from now. Uh, WonderCon left and went to Anaheim, so definitely that's something to check out. They haven't booked their guests yet, but maybe, maybe we should look into doing press passes there or having a booth. We're looking at that. And let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, check out the interview with uh, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and Toby McGuire on on, uh, on YouTube. I'll, I'll put the link on my on my IG. It's a great little interview of what they did, though, like how they've been hiding the, the whole secret with them showing up on the movie. You know what? I gotta say, they even though we all pretty much speculated, they they held strong and said they weren't in it. And uh, part of me, even as I was waiting in line to watch it and watching it during the time I was watching live, I thought maybe they're not gonna show up. There was a small tinge of like, you know what? Maybe they're not in it actually. Well, 
not the leaked footage, but the the other footages that they shown around the world had had some clues. But straight up, the American commercials they cleaned up very nicely. That you know, no one suspected yeah. they were going to be in there. So the yeah. so the Brazil footage, the commercial showed the lizard getting punched by somebody. That that clued everybody in. Yeah. All right. Well, other than that, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll, we should be back on Monday. Luke, um, not Luke, but Eman should be joining us. He's got a little bit of a rant that he wants to uh, talk about. So uh, we won't we won't go into that until uh, Monday. But um, again, thank you for tuning in, Miss So. Uh, thank you for uh, stopping by, and you have a good weekend as well. Oh, wait, wait, she didn't answer her question. Where's she from? She may not want to tell us. Uh, she will probably won't tell us. Okay. But we'll probably, I'll probably stalk her. All right. All right. Stop, Red. Stop. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, again, follow us on IG, AJ the Comic Collector, Luke Weeks, C-List Villainous Red, C-List E-Man. Again, uh, join Luke's Facebook group, RKFA Comics, and his website, rkfacomics.com. And follow the C-List Villains Instagrams, C-List Villains, and the C-List Villains Podcast. Thank you, guys, and uh, we will see you all next week. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the C-List Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at clistvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts, at Luke Weeks, at Sealess Villainous Red, at Sealess E-Man, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.